Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast. Brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey everybody, welcome to the Fumpcast. Uh, Luke Ski will be joining us momentarily, hopefully. He said he's going to be a few minutes late. Uh, in the meantime, welcome to episodes 571 of the Funny Music Podcast for May 27th, 2021. Two ducks, a chicken, and a colander. I'll let you figure out which is which. Um, welcome to the show this week, Ethan Moyer. How you doing, Ethan? Doing okay. Excellent. Um, we were supposed to have the knuckleheads as well. Unfortunately, Grandmaster Jax is a little under the weather, uh, so they will not be joining us. Um, <laughs> my guess is the kids are going back to school. They're getting sick because my kid is upstairs sick right now. It's not COVID. It's just usual kid sick stuff. So fun stuff. So um, we're going to start since we're starting without Luke. I'm going to do the catch up first. So this. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else, Devo, if Luke bailed and didn't show up. Hey, what? No, he's right. Actually, Ethan, why don't you go first? What have you been up to? I've actually been up to a little bit. I... Wasn't your thought. I have been still making videos. Just put up a new one today with a big two views so far. Excellent. I've done that. <laughs> and both of them are you, right? One of them is me. I don't know what the other one is. I haven't gotten a comment or a like or anything yet or any feedback whatsoever. It's it's probably then it's probably the YouTube bot who's checking it for a copyright strike, which you'll no, get. No, they already they already they, they got the copyright <laughs> clean before I even published it, as always. That's right. They, I forgot they can do that now. <laughs> But it says it, it. It was. It's the. I think it's the Brazilian, the Brazilian rights company, the Brazilian RIAA. Yeah, the, they're they're tough because they don't have a fair use law in Brazil, right. so the, they will not allow anything. But like, okay, just don't play it in Brazil. Make yeah, Brazil that, that was that was my thing too. I'm like, if you don't want it in Brazil, fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I don't. I know we don't have any subscribers from Brazil. Maybe I don't know right. how many listeners we have. And if I have any subscribers from Brazil, they speak English. Right. <laughs> but no, I don't. I don't have. I'm pretty sure I don't have any Brazilian subscribers. Of the current 35 subscribers I have, none of them are from Brazil. <laughs> Fairly safe bet. Cool. Nice. So, um, in my little world, uh, we had my son's birthday party last weekend, yes. which was the first real birthday party we've had in a, like a year and a half now, um, because of COVID lockdown and everything. But now everyone is all vaccinated. Even the two younger kids have gotten their first shots. So we felt it was safe to have the family over for a birthday party, uh, which was nice. My mother came over. My father did not because my father is dealing with his own non COVID related illness, um, I've also started working on, for long backstory reasons, but um, I've decided to turn the closet under the stairs to the basement, which is over there, um, into a soundproof recording booth. So I'm going to, like, finish the walls, put in soundproof insulation, um, you know, put up all that, you know, pointy, 
you know, soundproofing stuff. Um, and I'm going to get a nice, a new, a better microphone to do some recording with. Uh, and that's going to be my new recording area. Um, I'm still going to use this area for the musical part, but when it comes to do, doing vocals, um, I need a quiet room. So that's going to be the quiet room for me. So I've started working on that. It's going to be a slow process, but hopefully it won't take too long. Um, I'm hoping to, to make a dent in it this weekend and get some insulation up, up in the walls and maybe put hang some drywall. Which I'm not good at, but hey, it doesn't have to look good. It just has to be soundproof. Um, the other thing I did is I shipped all the Fump CDs to Canada. And by all the Fump CDs, I mean a complete set. Volumes 1 through 86, plus both Christmas albums, plus the Halloween album, plus the karaoke album, and even the two inside jokes of the Fumps albums. Um... And I, I, th I think that's all the compilations we've made. And uh, because Needlejuice Records had a contest and their winner got a complete set of Fump CDs. So I had to, to you know, put together this entire big package. And I really appreciate getting 92 CDs out of my house from my stash <laughs> over there. I really appreciate that, Jace, if you're listening. Thank you. <laughs> you actually saved me almost half a row of CDs on my shelf over there. Um, so... Give a quick guess how much it costs to ship 92 CDs to Canada. Um, $800? Well, you got the eight right. It was $86.41. Oh, it's, that's not bad. <laughs> International shipping has just gotten insane. It's actually, I guess that's not bad for 92 CDs, but shipping yeah. one CD to Canada costs $13. Right. It's like, no, I, was just, I was just like multiplying normal sort of yeah. <laughs> very very casual headman yeah um and the other thing is i've started running again oh, uh okay. i've actually been getting up and I'm, I'm starting the couch to 5k program over from week week one i've done the first two runs and tomorrow morning i'll do week one day three and uh we'll see what happens i got a massive migraine yesterday and i'm hoping that wasn't related to the run and was just related to the storm that came through last night but uh we won't know. I guess tomorrow I'll find out if after running again I get another migraine. But hopefully not. Running would not cause a migraine, yeah. It it won't itself, but I'm a redhead as you, you, you can see, and I'm yourself. yes, I'm I'm very fair skinned, and I do dehydrate very oh, quickly. Oh, that too. Like the the, the sun over. Yeah. Your so being this being out in the sun, but I do go out early in the morning. I'm I'm usually out like seven in the morning. I mean, that's not early for most people, but for me, it's freaking early. Um, so the sun isn't like burning bright yet at seven in the morning. Um, so it's not too bad, but still we'll see what happens tomorrow. Hold on a second. I have to let someone in. Okay. I'll be right back. So while he goes to let someone in, I will just keep chatting. And you know what? I'm going to put my name up on the screen because I always forget to do this. Um, those of you watching on the video, um, we always forget to plug this, but we are live on Thursday nights on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the underscore fump. Um, you may be able to now see my background. There's actual light in this room. Um, over the past few months, the track lighting that I have up here, I have eight lights on the track and seven of them have been out. So it's like the I don't know if you noticed my background in the past few weeks has been like almost completely black and I have these two lights here lighting my face but the background was all dark. So last week I changed the lights and you can actually see back here except this half of the track lighting only one of them still works. So there's something wrong with either the wiring or the track itself. So I will need to replace that. 
So, all right. So while we're waiting for Luke to join us, why don't you uh, give us a quick intro to the song, and we'll give it a listen and uh, talk to you about it. Okay, this is Cartoon Skunk. I wrote it years ago. I think it was originally, I don't know, like 17 or earlier, probably 2017. Okay. Um, now, I'm going to be... I'm going to be showing the video. There's no difference between the what's in the video and what's on the thump, right? It's the same recording. It's it's the same it's the same audio. Okay, cool. All right, here is Cartoon Skunk by Ethan Moyer. <laughs> He's done one, the Pied Piper of love songs Smooth words, but got no grace He's always one track mind thinking Whining, dining, skipping all that straight to kissing Got no hope and no clue, no pen Of course he don't have no permission Thinks he's suave, le pew But he does things creepy, stalkers do And he fought, le pew You won't say your black light Bartholomew He's a nut, le pew Makes you say E then W in his butt, le pew He's the bad sort of funk. No shame and zero honor. No shame and zero honor. No shame and zero honor. The cartoon skunk's always hitting on her. The cartoon skunk's always hitting on her. The cartoon skunk's always hitting on her. Run for your life if you see the skunk. Don't be near when he farts. Don't be near when he talks. Don't be near if you're smart Don't be near him at all Don't be near him at all Don't be near him at all Hey, 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 ooh Cops, why you order? See if he's got restraining orders Take his prints, grab his tail Why is he not in jail? Out in Paris, Avignon And the whole French country If he sees you, you should watch out Since this guy is just so skunk Thinks he's suave, Pepe He's as high class as Chick-fil-A when he farts, Pepe. Then your sinuses wanna run away, thinks he's smart, Pepe. He does not have intelligence, he tries hard, Pepe. Hard as how she'll be running. No shame and zero honor. No shame and zero honor. No shame and zero honor. The cartoon skunk's always hitting on her. The cartoon skunk's always hitting on her. The cartoon skunk's always hitting on her. Run for your life if you see the skunk. Be near when he farts. Don't be near when he talks. Don't be near if you're smart. Don't be near him at all. Don't be near him at all. Don't be near him at all. Wanna sneeze? That won't help you much though. Up wind, skunk is ya. Up wind, skunk is ya. Also down wind, skunk is ya. Skunk is always yuck. Up wind, skunk is yuck. Up wind, skunk is yuck. Also down wind, skunk is yuck. Skunk is always yuck. They call friends romantic, but what he does, well that's it. They're creepy, we had antics. 
More maddening than mass transit There's no chance she'll like it It's expected, she's frightened Well now he's a skunk and she's a cat That's not why this is wrong All about it is wrong It's completely just wrong This is weird and just wrong It is really so wrong That's the point of this song Nice. I was hoping Luke would be on by now because he's a you know big cartoon fan and would probably like like talk about this. Um, but yeah, so what was the what was the idea behind this song or what inspired it? I don't remember. I think it was just the idea that Pepe was kind of out of control all the time. <laughs> so you wanted to do a song about Pepe first. You didn't come up with the Uptown Funk parody first. Um, I. The thing about songs from years ago is I don't remember. Ah, I don't remember okay. whether I think it might have been a combination of the two that I did want to do an uptown bunk party. Okay, that's fair. And I also wanted to do one about about him. About about Pepe. Yeah, and then like then as this year came around, the whole like controversy started up about like, you're going to cancel Pepe or not. Yeah. Because he, they decided the not to include him in the new oh, not um, to include Space, him in Space Jam, Jam movie, yeah. yeah, which according to some is canceled. Yes, ah, and and we see Luke now. Yeah. We see. Hello, hello, Luke. We were just Hi. talking about the cartoon skunk. Ah, yes. We just finished the song. I figured you wanted to talk about it as being such a huge animation fan that you are. Yes, because um, the last time Warner Brothers did a live action combined with uh, uh, animation type movie was the very excellent, very funny um, uh, uh, Looney Tunes back in action from, I think it was 2003. Um, and Pepe Le Pew is in that. Uh, the, the story of that movie kind of, you know, takes them all around the world for stuff. So they end up in Paris uh, for, for a few moments in it. So Pepe Le Pew is in Paris, you know, because he's French. And basically his, <laughs> there's a thing where uh, like, I think it was, um, oh, what's that guy's name? Like, Goldberg, you know, this wrestler dude, whatever. Like, you know, grabs the female lead and is like, car like carries her off, you know, over his shoulder. And Brennan Fraser runs up to Pepe Le Pew, who's dressed as a policeman. It's like, it's like, officer, that man just, you know, uh, you know, picked up a woman and ran off with her. And then Pepe just goes like, ah, <laughs> oh, yes, it is spring, you know, love. He's in some comment like that, yeah. just, you know, romance, you know, thing. And then on the Looney Tunes show, the kind of sitcom, uh, he was on there as like a wedding planner. So it's like, as time has gone on, I think they've, you know, figured out how to do Pepe Le Pew without making it, you know, problematic. But I guess that was just too much for <laughs> for some people to handle. Hence, uh, uh, Pepe, getting, uh, Pepe getting left out of um, uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy, which I just felt was like, okay, um, 
<laughs> I thought it was odd that they left him out, not because I, I can understand maybe not using him as a main character, but I've seen you know still sh- promo shots of the new movie, and there's like hundreds of characters in the background from like yes. other properties that they own. I'm like, Let's just put him in the background as you know. And as somebody pointed out, uh, you know, is uh, you know, the for those of you who don't know the premise of the film, it's that basically, uh, in this particular version of Space Jam, uh, 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 LeBron James and his son, instead of being sucked into like you know the Looney Tune land that Michael Jordan went to, that's like apparently inside Earth. I don't know. <laughs> this version is uh, like the they're sucked inside the uh, the servers of Warner Brothers Entertainment. So. You know, basically every Warner Brothers character and property that exists, you know, is inside this digital, you know, space, this cyberspace, if you will, for a, you know, <laughs> cyberspace jam. So, so yeah, so it's, so there's like, you know, I, I watched somebody did like a, a breakdown of that first trailer that came out and they were like trying to freeze it and show as many stuff. And it's like, I recognize a ton of super obscure Hanna-Barbera characters and this and that, but somebody else pointed out, there's like, I think they're called the Droogs from Clockwork Orange. It's like it's a literal gang of rapists <laughs> at the sidelines. Like, yeah, yeah, space jam. It's like, okay, so they're fine, but Pepe Le Pew, oh, he's mm, he's too problematic. It's I just it's like just some consistency, please. It's like it's like take out the rape gang, leave in the you know uh, problematic skunk. I think. <laughs> and I, was, I saw somebody else say that they they could have used this as an opportunity to let yeah. Pepe grow as a character, you know, exactly, and have him do something and say, or I, I don't even remember how they phrased it, but they they came up with a really good idea for how apologize. to, not yeah, and, and either apologize or do something chivalrous, you know, to make up for it or something like that, and or at least not be so you know openly rapey. But it was, <laughs> there, I mean, but I think they missed an opportunity here because they could have done something like that. Because if you look I at like, think, Tommy, oh sorry, in the original Space Jam, he was in it. I don't think he really like was Pepe. Like he was Pepe, but they didn't really have that aspect of the character. I remember. I haven't seen it in so long. I don't remember. Yeah, I remember him playing basketball. I think he That's was just a it. very very minor character. They yeah, had him in the court of it. I mean, it, they they did at least one joke where. I think Michael Jordan's wearing like a big, you know, gas face mask, and like he holds up Pepe to the Monstars, and like all of the skunk, you know, oh yeah, bad yeah, this is coming off of him, yeah. and they all like it falls over, and then they show him like, like go up and like kiss the ball, like, and it like goes into the basket. He goes two points, and then you <laughs> that's know, right. So that I do remember kinda, that. <laughs> yeah. So um, so I don't want to be like, <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm not a person who goes looking for spoilers, but having watched that one video, I learned what some of the plot is. So apparently, some of the Looney Tunes, when you know the action of the film, you know, gets to the point where like, oh, we have to get a team together to make a game. Some of the Looney Tunes characters are like off in other areas of the Warner's cyber universe. So so they apparently, I guess, either storyboarded or scripted or whatever the scene that Pepe was going to where they were going to go get Pepe. He was going to be in Casablanca. Come on. <laughs> I want to see that scene. It would have it probably would have been, you know, done in a way that would address the fact that, like, you know, I am from a different time. I don't fit into this. world. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, but but I am so hyped for this movie. And I much like uh, uh even it's like you know I did, it's just kind of like really <laughs> it, even in um 
the um the the Looney Tunes back in action, which I mentioned. There's a, a a scene at the beginning where they're kind of panning through the commissary at Warner Brothers Studios, and they and they have Porky Pig sitting at a table with Speedy Gonzales, <laughs> and, <laughs> and Porky Pig it goes like you know. Uh, first they say I'm not funny, and now they won't let me in because I of my speech impediment. It's like uh, this PC stuff really stinks, and then and then and then all pep, or all that Speedy says is you're telling me, and then they like <laughs> pan off of that. So it's it's they kind of at least had them in there to acknowledge like yes, these are characters, but yeah, they're not in this movie really. <laughs> did they use Pepe Le Pew in any of that other um, Looney Tunes sitcom that they did a few years ago? Because I never saw any I, of that. I, I'm I'm pretty sure they they used like so many characters. Uh, I mean, yeah, he wasn't one of the ones that would show up a lot, but I'm pretty sure he was the one that he he'd be like just interstitial. You know, they'd have him on whenever they had a need for him, whatever. Because um, like one of the neighbors in the little little cul-de-sac is Witch Hazel, and her son is Gossamer, and Witch Hazel <laughs> was voiced. <laughs> By Wanda Sykes. <laughs> oh, nice! And but but it wasn't like Wanda Sykes being like, "I'm a witch person." It was just, "I'm Wanda Sykes. This is my voice. I'm a witch now." <laughs> it was just like <laughs> so weird to see to hear like, I, and I love Wanda Sykes, but it's like, it's like she isn't even going to do a little bit of an affectation to make sense that she's anyway. But then and then Gossamer was supposed to be like like five or six years old, so he's the same size. But when he talks. The voice of a five or six year old child, like literally. Oh, that's child. weird. And and for th- and for those of you who aren't cartoon nerds, Gossamer was that big hairy red thing with sneakers. Yeah, <laughs> who apparently has been given a, a significant spot on the basketball team in in the new one. Well, I can tell so, he's huge. So yeah, yeah, he's he's you know yeah he'd be a good uh, basketball player, I'm sure. Yeah, but he's got the sneakers for in, it. <laughs> and in the new Looney Tunes cartoons that have, that came out in 2020 and continue to come out and continue to be excellent. I have yet to see Pepe show up in any of those, so he's probably not going to. Yeah, it's it's like I'm, I'm kind of assuming that's the situation. But then again, they also said for those cartoons, uh, you know, oh well, we're not going to have Yosemite Sam or Elmer Fudd use any, you know, realistic like firearms in any of their stuff. You know, they'll just use other wacky like TNT or you know over the top Acme type stuff when it comes to uh, yeah, you know going after whoever their cartoon adversary is in that thing. Did they ever when, really shoot anyone? They, didn't they always miss all the time? Well, it would be like, you know, Daffy would be like, it's duck season, fire! And then a shotgun would be shot directly into Daffy's face. And yeah, and his bill would flip around to the back of his head. Yeah, or something like that. But, you know, so this trailer comes out, and one of the things, things, things you see in the trailer is, you know, somebody Sam with, like, two old-style pistols, like, blah, 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 mm. you know shooting at the basketball so it's like oh okay cool so they are bringing some of the old stuff back but there's still kind of a weird trade-off here mm. um and i <laughs> i don't want to give away what it is but i because <laughs> i've been pondering it's like okay lola bunny it's like it's like what were they what are they going to do with lola in this space jam sequel that might address the fact that she's such a you know you know <laughs> I have to say one dimensional character because in reality he's already a two dimensional character, but it's <laughs> right. like it's and and when I and when I found out like a little tidbit about Lola for the new spaceship movie, I'm like, oh cool, they're gonna address it. Fine, awesome, it's gonna be great. I can't wait to see what they do with this because it's gonna be hilarious. So yeah. Plus she's the only competent basketball player amongst them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So Luke, are you looking forward to this movie? <laughs> Super hyped about it. Um 
I've I've been kind of because I haven't been paying attention to like the like you know like all of the studios like when things are coming out or whatever. I just put on my calendar that Space Jam's coming out, whatever it is, June sixteenth or something. Um, and now I saw that Disney has uh, the new Cruella movie. Yeah, and it's it's not that I think Cruella is going to be super great or that I'm going to be like, yay, this is the best. It's more like, like you know, if if things were normal, I would be seeing this movie. So if I want to see it, I have to either pay the thirty bucks to get it on Disney Plus or go see it at a theater, which would be cheaper. So I'm 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 kind of debating going to see Cruella, but I'm not super passionate about it, but. I also kind of like the idea of intentionally waiting and having Space Jam be the first movie I see in a theater again <laughs> and have it be like, you know, if they have an IMAX screen, just like, I want to be like, movie! <laughs> I want to make up for the past year and a half of not being able to see movies because it's literally one of my favorite things to do. So I am probably going to go see my first post-pandemic movie either tomorrow or sometime this weekend because A Quiet Place <laughs> 2 comes out. I still I watched the beginning of a Quiet Place, the first one, and I need to finish watching it so I can get all so good, so good. (sighs) Couple little um, plot holes, but so good. (laughs) Did you see the Saturday Night Live sketch they did? I think I did. I don't remember. No, I didn't. I'm sure I saw it. It was you know, of course, this was while Trump was president. Hmm. John John Krasinski was hosting that one, right? I can't remember if he was hosting or if it just happened, you know, during another time after that movie came out. But it's like a bunch of, you know, the cast members just being like normal people in that world. And they're like trying to sneak along. But they also have their cell phones with them. (laughs) And like, so they keep seeing tweets of like new things Donald Trump has done. So like, they're just like, (laughs) they're trying not to say what? And then (laughs) 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 it just keeps happening over and over again. It's really funny. Oh, that's great. I got to look that up. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Ethan, anything else you want to say about this song or, or anything in general? I'm trending by gathering thoughts again. Did you produce the uh, music yourself? Did I what? Did you produce the music yourself? I wish I could do any of that. I did not. I, I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah, I, I had it work for hire. So you just wrote it and you hired a musician and a yeah, singer. Yeah, I, right? I wrote and hired. I hired for everything else because I'm not hitting those notes. If I am hitting those notes, I'm not staying on them consistently. <laughs> I, re- I recently recorded some vocals for uh, a Booble song. Uh, I did one attempt at vocals and uh, Eric said, try again. And then I did another <laughs> attempt at vocals. And then he announced, hey, the album's done. And I said, oh, so my vocals worked. And he's like, no, no I replaced you with Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> Which original? Um, it was uh, uh, Eleanor Rigby. Uh-huh. Um, but there, but he, his, his logic was that like the that the uh, the person singing is kind of a separate character from the other two characters. Oh, sure, that sure. Yeah, that's so, so basically, and Devo's one of the other characters. So basically, it's like. You know, I'm still going to be in that song as the character that is being sung about. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and I have a spoken be, part in that song. Yeah. Sea Monkey was smart yeah. enough not to ask me to sing. So yeah, so basically, yeah, me and Devo are doing the spoken parts. You know, in yeah. that song, and then Garrett is doing the vocals because Garrett is, you know, not only a really musician and singer, but he's a he 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 knows the Beatles as well as all of the Beatles fanatics do. I've never been a a Beatles stand, so to speak. So, 
I know a decent amount about the Beatles, but I have a feeling he's way ahead of me in Beatles knowledge. I kind of view my vocals like, have you ever heard of the term um, in, in, you know, playing billiards of somebody playing slop? Like, they're kind of not really making that great of an effort. It's like, they're, they're trying to win and they're playing, but they're not, like, being all, like, super precise geometry about it. You know, they're just... Like, yeah, that's okay. how my notes can end up. Yeah, if I, I think it's also a memory thing. I, for some reason, the the exact notes don't stick in my head, and somehow I, I rem- I might remember the song being a somewhat different note wise than it actually is, which is not great for for singing. There's yeah, there's the other phenomenon when you like you. There's a song you love and you always kind of sing along with it, but like. Because you're like just by yourself in your car or whatever, you're just kind of going like you know, like like the cover of the Transformers theme from Transformers movie. It's just you know something evil's coming over you. So you're just kind of singing that to yourself. And then if I went to sing that, it would be like something. It's like oh wait, that note is actually way too high to actually sing. <laughs> so I have to you know. So another group covered it and they dropped it down and oct- you know to the lower octave. So it's like something evil's coming over you. And I'm like. Okay, A, that sounds cool, and B, I can actually sing that, but... Oh, my, my vocalist requested having the, the key drop a couple of steps for this song. Oh, cool. Just because okay. Bruno Mars is so... Yeah, a lot of those so pop high. singers sing fairly high. I mean, people don't even realize how high your average pop song is until they try to sing along to it. But I think, too, like... I don't know if there's... there's I found this website called Singing Carrots, where you can, like, I don't know how accurate it is, but you test your vocal range. Oh, neat. Ooh, that's neat. And it's like all these pop singers have ranges from two to five, two to six. You don't know how high five is until you, you yeah. try. What'd you say that website was called again? Singing Carrots. Singing Carrots? Right. Okay. I have to check that out because I I was I, I try and I try and I try and do BGs into my mic and then in that site, and I'm not even hitting out of the force. <laughs> I should try it too, just as a goof, Nobody see what I can do. Because the problem is I can't do a falsetto it's anymore. Not even, so. like what I was doing now was probably a three. Nobody <laughs> to. I got probably careful. I don't want to get like a copyright strike on this. Oh, they won't pick you up for that. Yeah, yeah, nope. it doesn't have the same melody. It's not the same melody. They don't know. People Every single one of these Fumcast episodes has a copyright strike. Don't worry about it. Eh. <coughs> yeah, I remember playing Karaoke Revolution, and I w- I could do pretty well on that. Um, but yeah, I've I've been I've been pondering lately the notion of trying to get some vocal lessons. Not so much because I think it'll make me super improve, but more because I just want to find out, you know, in quantifiable terms that I can explain to another what is person, wrong? you know, like, like what my range is like, okay, my lowest is here and my highest is here. So I need the song to, you know, if I'm working on an original song, it's like, make sure it's within this range so that I can, you know, sing it well. I get so, that. I've been able to kind of test out. I'm fairly comfortable in the high twos. Then it starts to get shaky in the threes and four and up is falsetto. Yeah. Which I can't do anymore. Ever since I've started taking, like, 15 years ago or so, I started taking a new asthma medicine. And, like, the instant yeah. I started taking that asthma medicine, I, I stopped being able to do a falsetto. It's so weird. I can do it, like, 
after a concert, like if I've been performing for an hour and my voice oh, yeah, is really warmed up. warmed up, then I can do a falsetto, no problem. But like generally, it just it's just there. Then nothing comes yeah. out. You just can't do it. <laughs> so I found the website, so I'm gonna try this after the show's over. Okay. Yeah. And Luke, I heartily endorse you getting vocal lessons, not because I think you're a crappy singer or anything, but I would, I think it will help you perform better on stage without shouting, which is something you have a habit of doing. Oh, I've kind of done that in my, when I have done solo shows or live performances. Yeah. I, well, the, the first, the first time I did a, an attempted hour over in one of those small black box theaters. I didn't get through the full hour in part because I, I thought, okay, it's a black box. I don't need a mic. Yeah. And that's what happens. It tends to, it tends to happen if you can't hear yourself very well, like in a monitor yeah, or something so like I, that. I didn't have a mic. So I got loud yeah. and kind of pretty much blew my voice that within 40 minutes. Yeah. After about 15 minutes, you, you start sounding terrible. I think I was terrible. already tired within, within 15 and by four days, I had to stop. Yep. Although Chozo in the chat says he likes shouting, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just for you, Chozo. Yeah. Ash, yeah. All right, so anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, I, this isn't music, but I I just published um, a book. Oh, wow. I, re I republished the book I had published about seven years ago. Added about, like, 5,000 words. Edited a bunch actually took care of some things that may have been problematic and, and fixed it so it wouldn't be okay. such an issue. What's it called? It is now called The Shouting Professor. Speaking of shouting, The Shouting <laughs> Professor. Nice. Segue. Yeah. I hadn't even thought of that. And I'm, I'm getting an audiobook produced, I think, next month. Please tell me you're having either Gilbert Gottfried or... Um do you have any idea how much? I have no idea how much it would cost on Gilbert Godfrey to produce an audiobook. Yeah, him or um, blanking on his name, Luke. Who's the guy from Police Academy? Michael the, Winslow. No, oh, no the Bob shouting Goldthwait. Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah, but Bob <laughs> Goldthwait actually can't do that voice anymore. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I mean, he can still speak like a normal person just fine. He just—I've uh, heard him say in interviews that he really can't do that whole. Ah! You know that whole yeah bit that does sound like it would take a real screen because my, my first choice for a narrator would be Sam Kinison, but he's not with us anymore. Yeah, yeah unfortunately. it's a little hard to. <laughs> well, I if you I want a discount kind of a Gilbert TV. Gottfried, you can go to me. A discount <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried. Yes, <laughs> it would not. It would not be a. He would not be a good narrator for this story. Oh, okay. He was a great narrator for Fifty Shades of Grey. Look that up if you haven't seen it. <laughs> that, that sounds interesting. I've never read Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm not interested in reading Fifty Shades I haven't of Grey. either, but just listening to him read passages is just brilliant. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do some news. You're welcome to stick around, or you're welcome to take off if you have better things to do. Um, I can stick around for the news. Okay. Let's do some news. Attention comedy musicians and comedy music fans. The Logan Awards are taking open nominations for Outstanding Comedy Songs and Videos released last year for this video. year's awards. Did you release a comedy song or music video last year or have a favorite comedy song or video? Okay, hang on. Um, people in the chat, were you able could you hear the promo and could you, more importantly, could you hear the music when it was being played? 
I think it may just be... I'm hearing the video sound. Okay, so it may just be the OBS. Let me turn this off and turn it back on. And then... So that goes to that. Right, let's try it again. Attention comedy musicians and comedy music fans. The Logan Awards are taking open nominations for outstanding comedy songs and videos released last year for this year's awards. Did you release a comedy song or music video last year? Or have a favorite comedy song or video that was released last year? Then nominate it for the Logan Awards today. What are the Logan Awards? To put it simply, they're the Comedy Music Awards, presented annually by the Funny Music Project and are presented in three categories. Outstanding Original Comedy Song, Outstanding Parody Song, and Outstanding Comedy Music Video. If you have a comedy song that was released last year that you'd like to nominate for this year's awards, head to loganawards.com and click the Nominations tab at the top. There is a minimum and maximum of five nominations per person. Hurry! Nominations close this year on May 28th. For more details about Logan himself, the awards, and more, check out loganawards.com. Help us commemorate the year's best comedy songs and music videos with a trophy, the way they do with every other form of entertainment. But if you want your favorites to win, you have to nominate them by May 28th. Get your nominations in now at loganawards.com, brought to you by thefump.com. Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. In the news, uh, news, news, news. I mentioned at the beginning of the show that Needle Juice Records had a contest, so I need to give congratulations to Dunkaroo Homestuck, who was the winner of the Needle Juice Records compilation uh, contest. Uh, they had a contest because their Discord server recently hit a thousand users, and I believe this was a random drawing. The prize was every Fump CD, a complete set. And uh, so I shipped those out the other day. We have a new sponsor for Fump Fest, Wackiness on the Rise. Wackiness on the Rise is a weekly one-hour comedy music podcast hosted by Wacky Ben. Listen as he plays a selection of funny songs from the Wacky Studio of Springfield, Illinois, that even Abe Lincoln himself would find hilarious. New episodes are posted every Friday on madmusic.com and archive.org, and our friendly reminder to the listeners is to not break their funny bones. So thank you very much, uh, Wacky Ben, for the FumpFest sponsorship and all the support. And speaking of wackiness on the rise, this Saturday is the fifth anniversary of the show. So congratulations on five years, Ben. Ben will be doing an anniversary show on June 4th. So we look forward to that. As we mentioned, the Logan Awards are now accepting nominations. Nominations end tomorrow, Friday, May 28th. So if you haven't nominated your favorite songs yet, do so soon. So when you say the 28th, you mean like by the end of the day tomorrow, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, I think midnight, and I don't know what time zone, so... And finally, some sad news. Uh, Rusty Warren passed away yesterday at the age of either 90 or 91, depending on which article you read. Uh, Rusty was best known for Bounce Your Boobies and Knockers Up, which were both huge hits on the Dr. Demento show. Uh, no details are available about her death, so we don't know how she passed away or anything. But turns out she was performing like right up through the 90s. Um, she was d performing on, on like gay cruises and stuff like that. So I was, it would have been really cool to see her on a cruise. <laughs> but again, I don't frequent a lot of gay cruises, but it would have been cool to see her perform anyway. 
Well, knowing that, it's like, I hope she died, like, in a parasailing accident. That's right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anything before tour dates? Um, just a minor thing I wanted to mention is um, one of the Detunes cartoons that I uh, was the storyboard revisionist on actually came out this week. So if you go to YouTube and uh, look for Detunes, the letter D and then T-O-O-N-S, uh, they have a series of uh, cartoons uh, with Conroy Cat called What You Got, which is W-H-A-T and then C-H-U and then Got uh, and uh in each of those, he's uh, messing around with some other item from pop culture that people have suggested. And this one, the suggestion was a launch star from Super Mario Galaxy. So I was the storyboard revisionist on that, and it finally came out for everyone to see that. And uh, after you've seen that, if you want, you can go to my portfolio page at www.luke.ski, and you can see the animatic that I turned in to see the work I did. There's a couple of points in that where I actually got to add a whole bunch of awesome visual freeze frame jokes. Um, and then uh, there's another one coming up uh, in the near future, but, you know, that probably won't be for another, you know, month or so. So whenever that happens, I'll plug that. Um, other than that, uh, I don't have anything else I can think of to plug. So, yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, usual tour dates on Sundays on YouTube, Escape from the Secret Lab featuring Dr. Pinkerton. On Thursdays online, Steve Goody. And on Fridays online, Carla Ulbrich. Um, and I should mention that uh, Psycho Stick has resumed their weekly concert series on Thursdays as well. They are on Twitch. Actually, I believe they rebroadcast to Facebook and YouTube as well. All right. Second song of the week. If You Believe in Playing Chess by Knuckleheads. Uh, they were supposed to be on this evening, but uh, Grandmaster Jax is under the weather. Um, as I mentioned, you reopen schools and things, people get sick. So here is If You Believe in Playing Chess by Knuckleheads. What time is it? It's chess time! How you do that there? First I move upon, then you move upon, then okay. I move upon, then you move upon, okay. then I move upon, then you move upon, then this game is long. Is that again, please play something else? Put the Pokemon cards back on the shelf. This right here makes makes you think. Dad, this game right here upstairs. If you believe in playing, just say, oh yeah. If you believe in playing, just say, oh yeah. You got castles. Yeah. You got bishops. Yeah. You got horses. Yeah. You play them. Can I put this game away and go watch yeah, I don't know what Rizzo was talking about for all these years. This game stinks. Where'd everybody go? So, from what I heard, um, Stevie D watched uh, The Queen's Gambit on Netflix and then decided to try playing chess with his son Jax. And uh, this song came out of that experience. And the thing I find amusing about this is this is a parody of a two live crew song. And he got his eight year old son. I just listened to him, thought it was a fun song. Yeah, yeah, it's a parody of a song called If You Believe in Having Sex by the Two Live Crew. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, let's let's parody a two live crew song and put my eight year old son on it. Sure. I was wondering how old Jack is. <laughs> yeah, he's I think he just turned nine recently, uh -huh. actually. So 
So that makes all the difference in the world. So yeah, it's fine to have a nine-year-old on on this. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, before we move on to the next thing, I want to check something on the site real quick because thingy. I don't think that he's sick. I think he's in Jump City, protecting it from villains and <laughs> or eating waffles because that he's a Teen Titan. Is entirely possible. They um, were supposed to be on beyond. They were supposed to be on my last show too, and they missed it then too. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. So it's like they're running, they're running away from me for some reason. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> nah, I doubt it. All right, let's do some feedback. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port eight zero two seven. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. (laughs) Feedback. And there's no feedback this week. (laughs) I should I should I should make a no feedback bumper like wah wah or something like that. That's kind of how I felt about the no comments on the pump song this time around. Uh, I don't feel bad. No, uh, Not a lot of people visit websites anymore. Everyone's on I, Facebook. I saw like, there were no comments for I think, the previous one either and yeah. like, one, two. All right. You, so, you basically have to specifically ask people yeah. to go leave comments <laughs> there to get them to leave comments there. Let's do some teasing. Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah. Teasing. Uh, this we can do. Tomorrow's song is by Steve Goody. And Tuesday's song is by Power Salad. <laughs> and next week's Spotify playlist topic is Monsters. And that's it for this week. So, Ethan, plug yourself one more time. Hey, I got, I've got a Shouting Professor out on on Amazon. And hopefully I'm going to submit something else to the pump at some point. Great. I'm just unsure. One thing I want to clear up, like if I have the video out, but it's got like a few hundred views. It doesn't even have none of them. I have, if I've got like a couple dozen views, it doesn't count as um, being out before, right? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, we we generally uh, try to use like a three month window. So like if it's been out in the past three months, that's generally okay. But we don't want something from like you know eight years ago that's already made the rounds and. Oh, well, not none of it's made heard. the rounds anyway. But yeah, <laughs> no no marketing and there are no rounds being made. Yeah. And uh, oh. knuckleheads are at knuckleheads.bandcamp.com. That's knuckleheads with a Z. Uh, so check them out. All right, let's get out of here. Okay. Go ahead, Luke. Uh, I was going to say, can we do a brief what has Luke been up to since last Oh, week? sure. Yeah, absolutely. Am I able to share my screen for the video? You should be able to, unless I right. need to do something to... Uh, yeah, you know what? I'll make you the host. Oh, okay. I'll make you the host. That way you can... Um, I'm the host now. You are the host now. You're the next contestant on The Price is Right. All right, so I'm sharing this particular screen. Okay, so these are my characters named Deanne and Darius, and uh, over the past week... Uh, I finally finished up the uh, the three-page pitch I uh, was making for the Cartoon Network Cartoon Cartoons Shorts program. 
So um, the the four on the right are things uh, images I pulled from the uh, from the recent um, uh, animatic I made, uh, and I just colored them in because I thought I really liked the way a lot of those drawings turned out. And then I made that one on the left as a individual new drawing to try to show off, you know, these characters' personalities uh, for the front page of it. So um, since we're at the end of the show, I'm not going to go into like great detail on it, but basically. Uh, I had to put together a three-page pitch where, you know, page one is kind of a brief summary of the characters and the ideas and, and some of the parameters of the show, uh, or the of the short, excuse me. Um, the, the second page is like, you know, talk about your two main characters or however many main characters you have. Um, and then the third page is, is a full synopsis of the of, of the plot of the short you're pitching because basically we're trying to pitch a short that works by itself that anyone who doesn't know anything about your thing could just watch and find entertaining but you know the other kind of side notion of this program is that the last couple times they did it they have gotten a lot of their uh you know a lot of a lot of epic programs came out of those uh out of those things like powerpuff girls and cow and chicken and johnny bravo and dexter's laboratory and stuff so you know it's like it's like, you know, everybody is going into this trying to pitch a good short, but also with the idea of if they if this becomes successful and they say, let's, you know, consider developing this into a series, you know, what you know, what do you want to do with it? And I've been thinking about I've had this I got the idea like 20 months ago. I've been thinking about it this whole time and I've been, you know, doing a lot of stuff as I've reported on here every week. So anyway, I'm, I'm not going to go into any more detail than that because we're out of time and because. I want to keep some stuff a secret because comedy, you know, works when people are surprised by things. So <laughs> well, it looks great. Yeah. And one other super brief story today was uh, uh, I'm wearing this T-shirt, my Dr. Demento T-shirt today. And I did a delivery to somebody and he was wearing a delicious vinyl T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so and I didn't even notice at first. And I'm like, you know, doing the transaction. He's like, hey, cool shirt. And then I looked up and I saw his and I'm like, hey. Your shirt's cool too, yeah. And then, so, and I said to him, just to kind of, you know, do the thing I do, I was like, you know, he's still on the air doing a show, and he's like, yeah, doesn't it have some kind of a paywall? And I'm like, yeah, you know, there is, because he has to pay the artist. He's like, yeah, the royalties. I'm like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm about to finish the transaction. That's when he says, um, yeah, well, I'll have to look around to see if there's, you know, some place where I can download them for free because, uh, you know, I don't want to pay for stuff. And I, and at that point, <laughs> I just wish I could have been like, I'm sorry, you don't get to have these items you paid for. Good day. And just walk off and just be like, it's like you literally just told a dude wearing a Dr. D t-shirt that you are intentionally going to not pay for the show. It's like, <laughs> um, but. Later on in the day, uh, I, somebody else noticed it, and I talked to him, and he was, like, really cool with it. I told him about first century dementia and about covered in punk and stuff, and it got better. Nice. Anyway, I'll shut up now so that we can have a show be over now. <laughs> so, show over now. Thank you for listening <laughs> well, to the thanks. Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. <laughs> I'm Luke Ski. And there's Ethan. And I'm Ethan Moyer. And you'll have to cue me when the thing... I have Thank to you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefunk.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say, Holy!
fuck is this wrong? But holy hell, is it erotic?